This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you for joining me this Friday afternoon, December 21st. You know it's the shortest day of the year, right? Winter, winter. We only have a few more days left before Christmas, and you've got to complete your gift shopping this weekend, that's for sure. And for the record, we are now experiencing the shortest day, just so you know. So remember, shortest day today, the 21st, in the Northern Hemisphere, that is. Winter solstice, solstice. We are tilting further away from the sun than we'll be all year, and after today, each day will begin gradually getting longer. Until reaching our summer solstice, which is June 21st. Okay? I'm Steve Peasley, and I thank you for joining me today on the Best Talk. I always take a moment here at the start of the program to, you know, kind of tell you what we do here and remind you, our listeners, that our daily objective, my daily objective here is to make you an above average investor, to improve your investing skills. And I always promise to provide as best I can, unbiased opinions and insights, comments, observations. And using my many years of experience, uh, you know, hopefully they're good. And along the way, I also welcome your investment questions. I, I do enjoy those, and it makes the show much more interesting. So you can call. Get through right now on Talk. Call or anytime. This one line, 888-99-CHART. We're live, 4 to 5 Pacific time, Monday through Friday. Okay. Uh, the Dow 30... Mm, opened, was in the green for a little while this morning, but then fell. And that's been the pattern for all this week, really, and maybe even longer. I haven't looked back further. You know, the market would open up a, you know, better and sometimes going in and being in the green and then sell off during the day. It's kind of expected today because, you know, Monday is Christmas Eve, Tuesday is Christmas. There's not going to be a lot of action going on on Monday. So I don't know how many investors want to stay in their positions all for the next four days. So I think, it, you know, and it was a lot of volume today. We're f- finally seeing what I want to see, and that's a pickup in volume on a down day. And so the question is, is there enough fear in the market? And if there is enough fear in the market, everybody's scared. Are they all the weak hands? I call them hands. Weak hands holding on the stocks. Are all those weak hands giving up their stocks? Now only the strong hands are left, meaning they're not going to sell. And when you see that happening, that means that's the end of the bear market. I don't know if I see that happening. I'm just saying that's what I'm looking for. And I saw a first hint of it today. Today, Facebook is trading 30% off its high. 30%. All the FANG stocks are in bear market territory. Uh, so, you know, Facebook is going to get into cryptocurrency. Did you see that? Citing sources familiar with the matter, Bloomberg.com states that Facebook is developing a stable coin. The sources further state that the coin will not be released anytime soon. Now, Facebook has lots of problems because of of, uh, violating their consent decree in 2011 where they weren't going to share their private, you know, their client's information with anybody else without the client's permission. That was 2011. Here it is 2018. And they just discovered recently in a news article out of the New York Times that, yeah, they're sharing it with 50 or 100 other entities out there, everybody's information without their permission. 
Facebook, I'm telling you, I would scare me if I was an owner of Facebook. Do you hear about Amazon's Alexa? I'm sure you read this or heard about it, where they, they sent over a 1,000 audio recordings to a random destination. Your Alexa is recording your conversation, and it just sends it to somebody. Do you remember the book by George Orwell, Nicole, and the book title was 1984? He wrote that book in 1949, and the book is called 1984. And it was a futuristic, a look at the future, and the whole premise was the government was watching and listening to you through their TV. Remember, in 1949, TV was just fairly new. But the, he speculated that you know the government was going to keep their eye on you by through your TV, watching you and listening to you, whatever you're doing. Hmm. I guess Alexa takes that uh, spot instead of the government. Of course, you know the government does record every cell phone call you make ever. <laughs> yeah, you know that, right? So, you know, private business, governments are all listening in, tracking us. You can't get away from it. And what's amazing to me is no one really cares. Back when the book 1984 was written and then when I was in high school, which was in the late 60s, it was, you know, required reading. And everybody was like, oh, man, our privacy is going to be ruined if that happens. You know? No, no one. Everybody welcomes invasion of their privacy. Isn't that interesting how things change? Well, maybe not everybody welcomes it. I don't. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of news out there. And as a result, uh, every day, and I try to bring you out the highlights. Uh, so why don't you give me a call? The number is 888-99-CHART. This is Chris from Walnut Creek, 39 years old, heavily invested, biting the bullet right now. I got 25 years before, I guess, retirement. Should I just keep biting the bullet and just hold on? Hopefully everything will be all right in 20 years. Love to hear your opinion. Appreciate the show. Thank you very much. Well, I can tell you this. The market will recover a lot sooner than 20 years, okay? This is just a deep correction, uh, or we're now entering bear market territory. So bear markets happen. De deep corrections happen. You shouldn't really panic about this. As long as you, as long as your portfolio is diversified and not overly weighted in any one thing, you'll be fine. You can just ignore this. You can close your eyes, wake up a year from now, and open your eyes, Okay. And if it still looks bad then, close your eyes again, wait another year. As long as your portfolio is diversified and not, not loaded up on any one, two, or three stocks. That is not a good, that's not good money management. And, you know, I've been talking about this for over long, 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 long years, but stressed it over this recent year about don't fall in love with those fang stocks. Don't load up with Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix. You can own them. But don't over-own them. And I've been saying they've been overvalued. And I've looked at a couple of portfo recent portfolios, and, and, and they were overloaded in those FANG stocks. And they don't, you know, they want to know, what should I do now? I'm losing so much money. Well, you have to manage your portfolio properly, everybody. If you have a properly diversified portfolio, you can hold on to it through this correction, and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Remember, the market fell 50% in 2008 and went up 100%, made it all back in 2009. It was in the depths of a bad reception. recession. It comes back. Anyways, 
Today's main talking point, what the Fed's rate hike will mean for America's wavering housing market. We actually had good housing numbers out this week, but we'll talk about that. Because, you know, there's millions of Americans in property and we're going to be buying property. So what's going to happen? Some other topics we're going to talk about. I have, you know, some, and it came out of, uh, what magazine came out of? It came out of uh, Fortune magazine, uh, and it talked about growth and operating earnings for 2019, from 2008 to 2019. What sectors? And I thought I'd share the sectors with you. It's okay to ignore your 401k balance right now, but make sure to ask these three questions, three investment questions. In other words, doing the same, this article saying the same thing I answered I just gave you. You don't have to be worried. If you have time, you got a number of years, the market will come back. You don't have to worry about that. And um, I got some statistics on how markets fall and how they recover. And little some rules for you to just to, to, to apply in this time when everybody's getting kind of nervous. And those are the things that we're going to talk about. But, of course, you come first, I come second. What is it that's on your mind? And I'll be happy to answer the questions. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and I want to invite you to join me and Justin for our next free live web, wealth webinar. It will be on this coming Thursday. December 27th, day after Christmas, at 6.30 p.m. Isn't that, let's see, Christmas is Tuesday, day after the day after Christmas. Okay, uh, so that is uh, December 27th, 6.30 Pacific time. Volatility can be your enemy or your friend. Will you be prepared to take advantage of the opportunities volati volatility may present? And we can help you during our free live webinar next Thursday. We can help. All you have to do is register at investtalk.com. We're heading to a quick one-minute break. And, of course, I'm taking your questions now at 888-99-CHART. The clock is ticking and Christmas is only four days away. New Year's? Not far behind. So as we continue through the final trading days and hours of 2018, this might be a good time to make sure your investments are performing as well as they should be. You can get a start and learn more anytime at investtalk.com. The phone lines are open, Steve is here, and he's ready for your questions. 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART. We're going to talk to Bill in New York. How you doing, Bill? I'm doing well, Steve. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I appreciate the call. Uh, i got a question for you. I've been listening to your podcast for a few years now, and you like mm -hmm. to value uh, stocks based on their five-year uh, PE range. It's one of the things, yes. I've been yes. reading mm -hmm. a book that got me quite interested about, instead of using the PE range, uh, dividend yield theory. Okay. It's above its yes. normal average. You know, if it's, it's overvalued, sell at that point. If it's undervalued, you know, buy at that point. Uh, like using big well, that, blue chip companies that have a long, steady history of, of uh, dividend yields mm -hmm. and having dividends. What's your opinion about this you, type of theory? Are you familiar with the dogs of the Dow strategy? Yes. Okay. That's kind of what the dogs of the Dow does. It looks for the highest yielding stocks of the Dow 30 
and tells you to buy the 10 highest yielding stocks. The theory is that the price has probably gone down. Remember, these are big blue chip stocks, right? They're Dow 30. The price has gone down. Therefore, the percentage dividend has gone up because the price went down. And it's a relationship between you know, the dividend, uh, dividend, amount of dividend paid with the price. So if the percentage goes up, that means the price probably went down. And it's looking for the ones who fail the most in a year and telling you to buy those. Now, if you would have done it last year, in January, bought the dogs of the Dow. You, as of was it yesterday? Yesterday I had this ran this just just yesterday. The Dow is down two. Uh, the dogs of the Dow is down two and a half percent, and the Dow from that period to time was like seven or eight percent. So you would have well outperformed the Dow if you would have done it last year. So yeah, that that's a method or a strategy you can use. Looking for the high yielding dividends where prices have been beaten up. But how do you know? You've got to go a little further than that, Bill. You've got to look at, make sure that they do pay dividends. They pay dividends forever. They've increased their dividends year after year. That kind of thing, you know. And do you, you ever heard of the book, uh, the, 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 uh, the term dividend achievers? You ever heard, heard of that? Yep. yep. Dividend achievers? Okay, so there, there's a book they put out, I don't know, it was out every other year or something, talks about high dividend paying lists, gives you lists of stocks, you know, um, dividend achievers, dividend payers who paid the longest, some pay over 100 years, dividend payers that always increase their dividends, you know, different lists, and I would suggest you look at that. But I think, no, that's a good way to invest, Bill. That's a good strategy, Okay. Appreciate the call. Over the holiday break, you may be able to carve out some free time to devote to assessing your portfolio. Maybe, maybe you don't want to, but you should. You should do it at least once a year. And while you're doing that, keep in mind that investtalk.com is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So if you have a question, Justin and, I, Justin and I keep it filled with interesting and constructive information for investors at every step on our website, every step in the investment cycle. It doesn't matter if you're a beginner or, invest or a seasoned investor, you'll have plenty of information there for you. But for now, I'm Steve Peasley, and I'm ready to take your questions at 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk. And KPP principals Steve Peasley and Justin Klein invite you to join them for their next free live webinar, Thursday, December 27th, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Understand the current market environment. Develop a plan to manage the risk in your portfolio. Plus, get a special webinar preview of 2019 and learn where to expect to find investment opportunities. An all-new live webinar, December 27th, and it's free. All you have to do is register at investtalk.com. Okay, you've got finance and investment questions, and the lines are open. Call now, 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART. We're going to talk to Bill in Fremont. How you doing, Bill? I'm good, Steve. How are you? I'm good, and I do really appreciate the call. I do. Thank you. Sure, I, pre I appreciate the show. Very good show. I've been listening to you for a while. 
I really like the show with uh, you and Justin Klein on. I listened to it on the podcast. That was really a nice show. You guys really uh, play off each other real well. Um, I, the reason I'm calling is uh, my son's 21 years old. He's uh, really invested in, uh, not invested, but interested in, you know, being an investor. But would you can you give me advice what I could tell him how to start off in this in a career like that? Or I, I don't know what in a career in investing. He's really interested. Yeah, yeah. Most uh, most uh, people get started by going going to college, obviously, and, and either taking uh, economics or business or you know some related field in in the industry. And the best way to get started is try to find an internship, you know, because it's very difficult because too, tons of people want to get in this business, you know, they just do. It's they they feel it's exciting and so on and so forth. So. There's so much demand, it's very difficult to get in. But the best way as a young person is get in on a, on a is, it, is he going to college or is he out of college? Or Yeah, he's going to Riverside right now. He is, as a matter of fact, he is taking some business courses at Riverside. Okay, so, okay, so he's not too far from me, really. Um, I'm in Dana Point, California. Uh, yeah, I know that, yeah. I told him about your show okay. and I've, I've recommended that he listen to you. And he does, by the way. Yeah, so best thing for him to do is try to get to an internship uh, and, you know, offer himself, you know, to just even, I, I, I have an intern right now, I always, have an, I always do have an intern um, because I like helping them out and so on and so forth, but, you know, that's the best way about to get started. And yeah, you do boring stuff. Right now, I have my intern scanning files for me right now into my suit computer system. But he also gets you know you know nice little lessons every day of how things work. So you know, I, I try to make sure that they get some good background. So that's what I would suggest: internship with somebody. Find out, get a list of all the registered investment advisors, brokerage firms, so on and so forth. Try not to get to with the big houses because the big houses like Schwab and so on. They don't have, you know, you get stuck in some very boring things, making copies all day or something. Yeah, that's not very good. Yeah, okay. So that's what I would okay. suggest. I'll let it know. Okay. Thank you very much, Steve. Appreciate the call. Thank you. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. The KPP Premium Newsletter went out today. I did it this morning. Boy, I had trouble getting that out, though. I will tell you that because I had, uh, you know, too many calls to make this morning. Um and I got stuck on the phone for a couple hours, and I tried to get there really early and get it out before too long. I had trouble this morning. But, you know, I sent it out every Friday morning, every Friday morning. And, of course, I mentioned this in this morning's pay, morning newsletter about the worst December since 1931, right? That was this, this month. Very, very unusual. Usually December is an up month. I mean, very, very calm, like 75 80% of the time. So this has been the worst December since 1931. Um, and, you know, the, I mentioned Powell in the meeting and what the effect will be going forward and how much he says he's going to raise rates next year. And that's, by the way, two times. Uh, we, I went over some of the economic numbers this week. The economic numbers this week were pretty darn good. Pretty good. And... You know, I mentioned on the air, and I wrote it again, that over half of the S&P 500 stocks are down more than 20%, and the FANG stocks are down 20 to 30%, and the Russell 2000 is down 21%. We are in a bear market, uh, even though the S&P 500 is not down 20%, and that's really, quote-unquote, the kind of the official, uh, official break, but 
as I said weeks ago, I think we're in a stealth bear market. Now I think we're in a real bear market. You know, just the way it, it is. So I think that most of the major indexes are now close to that 20% mark or in further down after today's move. Because you know, today the market was down, what, uh, 414 points on the down, 195 points on the NASDAQ. And that's 3% on the NASDAQ. So that means the NASDAQ is, has lost 20% off its high. So it's, it's, uh, that's where bear market territory. And the S&P was down 51. That's 2% down today. So, you know, there's lots of parts of the newsletter that, you know, I talk, give a couple stock ideas. I talk, you know, I, I, there's four sections, really. Portfolio management, market market conditions, uh, a stock couple two stock stock ideas, and uh, a session called um, Consumer uh, Watch. And in the Consumer Watch this morning, I tried to have a little upbeat and mentioned uh, three places to go for vacations in the winter. <laughs> and Florida Keys, San Diego. And what was the third place? The third, their third place was also kind of a, you know, a, 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 a nice weather place for to go for winter. Anyways, you listen to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and I want to thank you for making this program part of your routine. And Justin and I really do like our listeners, and we hope that the show is instructive for you. I encourage your, our listeners to you know listen to the podcast. We podcast this every day. If you can't get it live, you can always podcast it. Just go to InvestTalk.com. And I'm ready for your questions and give us a call, 888-99-CHART. As 2018 comes to a close, here's an opportunity for you to tune up your investing skill set while you get a focused look at the year ahead. KPP Financial is proud to invite you to participate in a new InvestTalk Wealth Webinar. Risk Management in a Changing Market and a 2019 Market Preview. This exciting free online event happens live at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time on Thursday, December 27th. All you need to do is register. Join KPP principals and InvestTalk hosts Steve Peasley and Justin Klein as they explain how you can protect your portfolio. I'm Steve Peasley. Volatility can be your enemy or your friend. It comes down to making the right decisions when opportunities present themselves, which they always do in a bear market. Join Justin and I for our next free webinar, 6.30 Pacific Time, Thursday, December 27th. This is Invest Talk, and we're glad you're with us today for one hour of financial news and perspective. And your decision-making process can benefit from this practical and unbiased advice, especially if you consult with Steve or Justin. Step up now with your questions. Call 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. So we're going to talk about the Fed's rate hike. And what that is really going to, is what is that going to mean for housing market next year? Okay, this morning, or not this morning, yesterday, or even uh, yesterday we got a report, and earlier in the week we got a report. One was on housing starts for, for November, and the other one was for existing home sales for November, and they kind of spiked up, both of them. Now, mind you, they are still weaker than a year ago. The housing market is still weaker than a year ago, but they spiked up month over month, and permits for new construction also spiked up. 
But the Fed rose rates this week. The Fed only controls one rate. I, I, I'm going to keep pounding this in until everybody knows. They only control one rate, and that's the rate that they charge banks for borrowing money from the Fed. And that's called the Fed's funds rate. What they will, how much they'll lend money to banks. Banks can go to the Fed and borrow money if they want to, and the Fed charges them a certain rate, and that's the rate that the Fed actually controls. Every other interest rate out there is controlled by the market, meaning the banks can set whatever rates they want for mortgages or for anything. Banks can do whatever they want. Okay? So, however, you can't ignore the Fed because that sets the tone for the rest of the rates out there in the universe. The Fed sets the tone. So when the Fed says, I'll lend you, Mr. Bank, at 2.5%, the bank says, okay, I got money that cost me 2.5%. I got to lend it out now to mortgages. And so how much profit do I want to make? And generally, they're, they're, it's, it's a 2 to 3% spread. In other words, they charge 2 or 3% more on top of the Fed's rate, depending on market conditions and competition. Okay, now that I've said all that, what is this rate that they're doing they just did. What does that mean for mortgage rates next year and what that will do to housing? Most experts are saying that it's going to make 30-year fixed mortgages cost about 5% next year. Now, remember just a couple, three years ago, they were three and a quarter, 3%. That when, that's when the Fed fund would charge zero for banks to borrow money, right? So the Fed's been raising rates steadily for the last couple of years and this week, one of the reasons the market really had a bad week, the Fed said they were going to raise rates at least two more times next year. And the market did not expect that. Now remember, the Fed before said they were going to raise it three times, but this, but there's been indications that look, the Fed sees the same thing we do. Europe has fallen into recession. At least that's the, so that's what I think. And Germany has already first had a quarter where they shrunk. China has slowed down in their growth. Italy, France, they're probably going to go into recession. And if those two go, so will everybody else. So there's not a lot of inflation pressure. And we saw that in the numbers this week. Very little core, one up, one-tenth of one percent core inflation. So there's not really much inflation. So Fed has no reason to raise rates. Other than the rates are still pretty low. Normally, at this time in the cycle, the rates would be around three, three and a half percent at the Fed's fund rate level. Instead of two and a quarter, two and a half. So that's why they're raising rates, really. No one says it. They don't tell you that. But, you know, that's really the truth. They just think the rates are too accommodative. And they now we're talking about, well, we're pretty much neutral now. Well, still, they're still talking about raising rates two more times. And the Fed has been, is infamous for always getting it wrong when it comes to raising rates and the recession looming. They have always raised rates, and then the recession hits, and then they lower rates. Instead of pausing way early in, this, in, their, in their constant up and down rate increases and shrinkage. <laughs> so it's pretty frustrating. So anyways, expect mortgage rates to go up. That's the whole point of my conversation. It's going to go up to about 5% for a 30-year fix. And that's probably going to be a pretty difficult barrier for buyer, borrow, borrowers, 5%. That's going to be difficult. 
Okay, let's go to our next caller. This is this caller came in at 88899 chart earlier in the day. Hi, Steve and Justin. This is Justin from Washington State. Yeah, I'm calling to get your take on a symbol VGR. That's Vector Group Limited. I currently own it. I'm interested in the dividend, and it's been falling over the last year, but I can't understand why. Is now a good time to add more to my portfolio, or is now a time to be more cautious? Thanks for all you do. Okay, Vector Group is a cigarette company. VGR is the symbol. It is uh, produces 109 combinations of cigarettes in the United in the U.S. under the Eve Leggett Select Pyramid and USA brands. I don't smoke, never smoke, so I don't know any of those brands. Sorry. Um, and you're saying, well, why has it been falling? It's been falling, yeah, pretty much most of this year. Um, and accelerated recently because, you know, we all know why the market's accelerating downward. But let's look at the numbers. It, it, the company is a, it's the VGR has a stock price of $9.28. So uh, they're going to make 66 cents next year after 52 cents this year, made 57 cents last year. So earnings are going to go down. Sales are growing about 2 to 4%. They got up to 6% one quarter. Um, so there's not much growth. So you buy this company for the dividend. The dividend says it's 17%. That's kind of impossible for them to keep that up. If it's a $9.28 stocks, uh, let's see, in a 20, you know, two, it's going to be difficult for them to maintain that size of a dividend when they only make 68 cents a share. Okay, so because, you know, <laughs> I mean, how can you pay 17% when that's, you know, 10% is 92 cents. You know, so you're saying you're going to you're gonna pay $1.50 and you only make 68 cents, so don't fall in love with that dividend. People fall in love with the dividend. It's just not a wise thing to do. Can they support the dividend? That's the key. Can they afford to pay that dividend? And the answer here is no. They're not going to be able to to do that. Now, what is it, uh, you know? Think about this. They're paying that high a dividend, and yet uh, they're borrowing money. Well, are you borrowing money just to pay the dividend? That makes no sense. And this might be why the might be why the stock has been falling because you can't keep that up. This is a Steve. This is Steve Peasley. You're listening to Invest Talk, everybody. We stream and broadcast live on investtalk.com or on our radio show, KDOW out of San Francisco at 4 o'clock Pacific time, 4 to 5 weekday. And, of course, it's always available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week via our archived podcast at investtalk.com. And I certainly hope you'll tell your friends and family about us. I appreciate that. And please let them know they can listen anytime they want on the podcast. Just go to investtalk.com and you can download it. And now the lines are open. We are taking your financial and investing questions live, 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk, made possible by KPP Financial, where their commitment to reason and common sense guidance can help make you a better investor. 2018 is almost over. And if you're unsure about the consistency of your skill set with regard to managing your portfolio, now may be a smart time for you to ask KPP principals Steve Peasley and Justin Klein for individualized guidance. 
Start with a no-obligation phone call to the KPP Financial Office in Dana Point, California, or send Steve and Justin a message through investtalk.com. The InvestTalk radio and podcast continues now. The phone lines are open. Call with questions. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's talk to Robert in Pleasanton. How you doing, Robert? Hey, be good, Steve. Merry Christmas. Thank you. You too. Hey, so I'm going to take exception to this uh, prediction of a 5% interest rate on mortgages. Um, I've been in the mortgage industry for about 30 years, and uh, that's not what I'm seeing, and that's not what I think is going to happen. What do you think is going to happen? If if you've kept an eye on the 10-year, you've seen this thing come down from, what, 3.27 to about 2.78, and rates have dropped significantly in the past uh, two to three weeks with all this volatility in the stock market. And if we're headed anywhere near a recession... Rates are going to go nowhere but down. They're not going to go up on mortgage rates. I can tell you that right now. I I, I would tend to agree with you. Remember, I said that's what the experts said. They're going to be 5% mortgage rates next week. I don't know if I – I don't even think the Fed – the Fed has said they're going to raise rates two times next year. I, I don't. I think it's going to be zero, if you want my personal opinion. I think they won't well, be raising rates at, data, at all. Because be I, zero. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. If you know, how come they didn't? Yeah. But look at it, Robert. How come they're not looking at the same things you and I are looking right now? And yeah, they're saying I we're going to raise rates mean. next week. It's yeah, frustrating because I see, I see. Yeah, I, I see them lowering rates, maybe next yeah. year or late next, the following year, maybe because uh, we might be in a recession. I I don't think we'll be in a recession next year, but I do think it's more likely the year after, and they'll be lowering rates. So why raise the rates right now? Because you're going to push us in a recession. That's, yeah. But the experts think the Fed's going to raise the rates, and they're saying they think they see the average of the experts' call is 5%. Did you know that? A three-year fix next year. That's what the experts yeah, are saying. Yeah, I know that. Me. I've heard that prediction as well, but I can tell you for somebody that works in the industry and seeing what's happening in the real estate market right now with uh, people having a lot of concern about the price of homes, the price of the stocks that they right. own, um, people are becoming yep. much more conservative, and it just feeds upon itself because once the kind of tide turns that all of a sudden real estate's not hot anymore, well... Trust me, people, uh, yep. you know, become very conservative, and uh, they're they're just going to sit and wait yeah. to see what happens. They're not going to be out buying homes. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm my my uh, nephew plays you know Dante plays for the 49ers. He's asking me when should he be buy a property, and I'm telling him because you know he's just you know he's just a kid. Um, I'm saying you know I think if you wait a year, uh, you're gonna it's going to be a buyer's market, buyer's market. Right now, it's just turning to be a buyer's market. I got uh, I got like four brother-in-laws in the real estate appraising business here in Southern California. So I kind of know what's going on. I'm, that's not my area, but I'm not disagreeing with you, Robert. Uh, but the experts say 5%. Ah, <laughs> we'll see, won't we? Robert, appreciate we the call. Shall. Very good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the call. And I, I love that feedback, everybody. Anybody has a... An area of expertise better than mine, I'm more than willing to listen. Trust me on that. 
I'm more than willing to listen. So don't hesitate to give me a call. Um, looking at, at uh, uh, Fortune Magazine, they are estimating next year's earnings by sector and the amount of growth of earnings. And the top sectors they have, energy, which is oil, healthcare, information technology. Those are the three top sectors they think are going to grow their earnings the most next year. Now, if you're looking at oil prices, you've seen they've fallen pretty sharply. Now, remember, this is Forbes' opinion. I mean, I'm sorry, Fortune's opinion. They don't have to be right. The industries they don't like that are going to fall is communication services and real estate. They're the earnings that well, growth will shrink. In other words, there won't earnings will shrink. There will be no growth. And that might be true, both. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even arguing with them. But uh, I want you to take everything with a grain of salt. Energy, healthcare, information technologies, and then followed by financials and consumer discretion. Uh, consumer staples. They have it growing, but not by a lot. I'm thinking consumer staples will be a good stable place to be better than some of these other sectors are named but you know who am i yeah i've only been doing this since uh, let's see uh, uh, 44 years <laughs> you know oh well hey let's go to manual in fremont how you doing manual uh good to steve thanks for taking my call i'm calling you almost you. daily now uh you <laughs> just said that uh, the home rates are uh, uh, the money that gives to banks or a loan to that, and then they charge a few points for that. But to in my opinion today, uh, the 10-year is 2.79. Actually, the market uh -huh. started uh, rolling over then it a 10-year bond had at uh, 280 to 3. So, I well, don't what's know. What's that got to do with the funds? Fed's fund rate, though. We're talking. Tied to 10-year or 20-year bonds? Well, the, the, the bond rates, uh, that's all controlled by, by the public, right? How much the 10-year, how many, how much treasuries will pay in interest is controlled by what people think. And they'll bid up or bid out, down those rates. But the Fed's funds rate is what you know the Fed controls, and the banks borrow money from them. Then they charge the interest that they want to for anything that any borrowers. That really doesn't have a lot to do with the ten-year and the two-year Treasury. And yeah, the ten-year yield is dropping fast. This only demonstrates to me that the Fed is doing the wrong thing, because the public is saying, "No, you're charging too much. Your rates are going too high." That's what that's telling me. They're telling me that the Fed's wrong. But who, who am I? Appreciate the call, man. You thank you. This is Invest Talk, everybody. I'm Steve Peasley. Our Friday program is winding down. We have uh, what? Ten minutes left, and you only have four days left of Christmas. So you better get on the stick and get that purchase done. I'm taking your calls live at 99 Chart. This is Invest Talk. From time to time, Steve Peasley travels to San Jose in Northern California 
to meet one-on-one with listeners that understand the value of receiving a free portfolio review. Well, listeners anywhere in the country can also get a no-cost Skype or telephone portfolio review consultation from Steve or Justin Klein by reaching out to them through investtalk.com. And now you've got finance and investment questions. Steve is here, ready with answers. Call now, 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. We're going to talk to Chris in Kentucky. How are you doing, Chris? Good, how are you, sir? I'm good. I thank you for the call. I got a quick question. Uh, thoughts on L brand ticker symbol LB. I'm looking to add mm-hmm. my second half position on this. That obviously broke significant technical support, uh, and I'm looking to possibly yep. add between 20 and 21. I'm uh, looking back on the three-year chart, and I'm sorry, the five-year chart. So, what are your thoughts on it fundamentally? Fundamentals. The fundamentals look pretty good. They had trouble with their Victoria's Secret division, but L Brands. You know, they operate 3,075 franchises, 813 specialty retail stores, U.S., Canada, U.K., and Victoria's Secret is just one of their brands. Um, I, I'd like it. We own this in a couple of our managed accounts. I like the fact that they, they, they forward P.E. is now, what, 8 or so, and the yield is about 9.5% now. And they can afford that dividend. They're going to make $2.73 next year. It's a $24 stock. So I'm kind of liking it. Um, I'm frustrated because it keeps going down. But you know what? It's, if I look at it technically, Chris, yeah, you're right. It broke support. But it's not when it broke that support. You notice that the volume didn't spike. It's not like there's everybody rushing to get out of it. I think it's market driven rather than just this particular stock driven. So I'm kind of liking it that that I think it can it, it it shouldn't go lower. The finance their finances are very solid, uh, cash flow is very high at five dollars sixteen cents. Management owns seventeen percent of the stock. I mean, there's a lot of good things, and sales actually going up five, six, seven percent the last every quarter for the last four or five quarters up, not down. So I kind of like it, Chris. So yeah, I would add to my half position here pretty soon. I'd like to see some strength come back into it before I bought it, though, if I were you. Now, okay. I have one other question on this. Now, I believe they cut the dividend in half. Now, is that, is that correct? They did cut the dividend in half. Yeah, they did. Okay. Uh, but that means it's that means it's like four and a half, five percent Still a very good dividend. Sure. Yeah, the payroll yeah. ratio. They Chris, thanks it, for the so call. It just seems like pretty – Yeah, that, that, yeah I, think, I think you're right. I, I, you know, I'm, hoping, you know, I'm hoping that they'll – People realize that this is an undervalued stock, and it goes to value. I think the stock is worth probably thirty dollars, thirty-three dollars a share, somewhere in that range. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate the call. Eight 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 ninety nine chart. Okay. There's some rules in the market. Do you know, for instance, that the market falls on average once a year about fourteen percent? Did you know that? On average. You know, we've gotten used to years other than up to this year, a number of years where it didn't do that. So now it seems really odd that it is. Every five years or so, the market declines 30%. Did you know that? Okay. Did you know that markets go up three out of four years on average? Up three out of four years on average. So what do you have to do? 
My suggestion is you turn off the TV and stop listening to those people pounding the table on TV. Try to remember the people on TV, their goal is to get listeners. So they're just trying to attract your attention. So don't go to the popular TV stations and listen to them. It's not healthy. It's going to scare you. Try not to make any emotional decisions with your portfolio. Try to stay calm and make your decisions based on the fundamentals of the company. The, 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 com the strength of the brand, the strength of sales, the strength of earnings, the consistency of those things. Try not to fall, you know, try not to like fall into the trap of, well, what's the price? The price has fallen. Oh, no. Do you realize that Warren Buffett doesn't care? He does not care about the price. He cares about how efficient the company is run. How much, what's their return on assets and return on equity? What's their debt levels? He doesn't look at the price until he's got all that in and, you know, he's content. Then he waits for a recession to make his big purchases. Because he knows the prices will be very low then. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program, and I thank you for, lo for your listening loyally. I do appreciate it. I hope to find, uh, I hope you guys have a great holiday coming up. We will be here on Monday. Don't think we won't. Uh, and I'll be back right after Christmas. Please, have a great weekend, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. Invest Talk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is president and Justin Klein chief executive officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART.